look, man, time is just a construct. I don't really don't care what your designated terms are for this moment we live in. But uh, that being said, uh, I kind of I need to know what day it is. Do you have that information? In fact, I do. And uh, not to be all piglet about it, but I think it's my favorite day because today's National Cherry Dessert Day. Oh, nice. Well, and strangely, if you could imagine, it's also National Blueberry Cheesecake Day, which I'm not a not a not an opponent of. Uh, Would be my uh, choice of the two. Blueberry. Yes. Oh wow! Okay, interesting. Not I like. I, mean, I like blue. Oh man! Well, give me. I'll. I'll take. I'll take the cherry. Um. It's National Road Trip Day, which is a good idea. I'm down for that. Explore your. Uh, explore your space. Well, I've always. Oh man! That. I thought that the best production meetings would be road trips. Just. Oh, hundred percent. Drive a couple hours in one direction, turn around, maybe have lunch somewhere, turn around, come back. Well, if you went in one direction, you'd have to make sure you were in sync. Oh. Yeah, I'll tell you what sucks. Vacuums? It's uh, World Dracula Day. Oh. That'll, that'll bite you in the ass. Amongst other places. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, I mean, World Dracula Day, like, it really goes for the jugular. It does. But, you know, they say it's, blood is thicker than water. So maybe it's not about blood, it's just about how viscous the, the fluid is. I possibly also. I would also say, well, it, so it's Georgia Independence Day. Wait for Russia to, to catch a whiff of that. Um, and uh, oddly... I'll just ask you. It's uh, it's Independence Day in uh, Guyana. What do you think they drink for uh, for that? <laughs> uh, probably the the uh, official drink of the GOP. That would be that'd be about correct. All those amazing things, and uh, uh, one of my best friends that uh, moved to Tennessee years and years ago, and. Uh, I, I work with his mom sometimes. She's a top shelf uh, residential broker. It's his birthday, and uh, uh, which must mean that it's uh, uh, May twenty sixth. Apparently, is today Friday? Yeah, today's Friday. It is. Happy Friday, May twenty sixth. Uh, I think I've only got about four days left before the big uh, Richard Petty year sneaks up on us. So it's uh depressing to think about because uh, we all get trapped we all get trapped measuring our lives against the lives of people in our family and people around us so um but uh so 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 is it have you never taken to uh cherry flavored things ever or it's just because i mean fresh blueberries or blueberries like in pancakes or whatever, or on cheesecake. But I just, for some reason, the, the tartness, at least for me, but I mean, in all fairness, have you ever, 
Did you ever, you know, like in Ghostbusters, um, the the character, the Slimer character, you know, that was kind of inspired or based on John Belushi. Uh, there was, you know, the, 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 his friends, obviously, Harold Ramis, you know, that they had written this and that they made that character kind of to be their homage to him and that that was kind of their way of putting him in the movie uh, since he couldn't necessarily be there in person because he obviously had transitioned off. You know, that that was supposed to be his ghost was the whole thing. Uh, and they had this whole line that... Uh, I guess in one of the cartoons or something, because I was a kid when that was out, um, was they get like a, a mind transference in his body. And, you know, he would always eat everything. And uh, whichever character it was uh, observed that, uh, man, everything in Slimer's body, when you eat it, it, tastes like chicken. And so I wonder sometimes when people, different people, just however the, the DNA is set up, if, we would eat two different things, but just the way our DNA is set up would make it taste like the other thing. Right. You know, like I wonder if when I taste cherries that it tastes like what you would experience eating a blueberry. Yeah, kind of like if, if I look at the sky and I say blue, but your blue is actually green to me and my green is blue to you. How would we ever relate that? So sour to you would be sweet to me and vice versa but uh yeah i don't think any of that is the case because molecules molecules yeah have you ever um has has blueberry soda ever been a thing not that i'm aware of What so, are you doing? So you were never. Uh, so are you are you are you just not a cherry person, or would you say that you would eat cherries, but you would just always prefer a blueberry over a cherry? Well, I can't say that. There have been a time or two where I've enjoyed a cherry, uh, like uh, ice cream, or. Mm you know, something like that, but it's been very rare. And cherries themselves just seem like too much work. Don't you have to well, worry if, about if, the yeah. Pit? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I prefer yeah. not to have to uh, avoid death in my snacks. Do you think and I mean, I'm not saying obviously the answer is yes, because obviously it's a genuine question. Do you think like discovering like Ben and Jerry's is on kind of the same thing where you like discovering Monty Python for the first time or certain bands for the first time that it's just kind of a rite of passage of, um, or maybe it'd be like if the first time somebody had sushi, just, you know, that it was just this, especially if you kind of grew up in the Southeast, maybe earlier, but maybe in general, because obviously some people like very homogenized food choices. Um, I'm not making fun of people on the right. I'm just saying in general, just, you know, if, if your parents don't like, like something that's never in the house or 
or you're it's not in any of the social media content or 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 media content in general it just wouldn't be a thing you would consider reading um but uh but i was because i remember when i was in high school and we would do uh like our theater class would go compete against other schools you know in, in, in short play you know 45 minutes or less things that you know like at uncg and all the you know schools just around the state discovering ben and jerry's and thinking it was like oh my god this is what is this you know i've heard about this but i didn't you know that kind of thing why was this withheld um, from me i must find them yes and destroy them um well you know i for a fact your whatever foods around you is what you developed a taste for but uh, my parents, while it was mostly Southern comfort fruit food for the most part, <clears throat> they uh, they cooked a bit of everything. It took me forever to develop a palate. Uh, I uh, now I will eat it, just about anything. Certainly try it, but uh. I used to be, be a bit finicky. What was uh, what was something you remember being like a a gateway to culinary experimentation? Um, a, a chimichanga. I didn't like Mexican food at all. Right, I think it had the same connotation as sushi does for people. To me, it just didn't seem right, didn't visually appeal to me, or whatever. It's been so long now; I don't really remember. But my dad was like, "Shut up and order a chimichanga." So you know, I guess I I had uh, started becoming more flexible in food choices, and. Well, it was delicious. Uh, but really, just working in a decent kitchen with a decent chef. And a guy would come around, or, or a food guy would come around with just some wild whatevers, you know, insects and different organs and things of that nature. I don't recall ever eating brain, but I've eaten every other organ of an animal for sure. For the most part, whatever. So from then on in, you know, what's the point of fighting it once you've eaten whatever strange ass thing that dude brought in? That that was mm. it for me though. The chimichanga was the first thing I was like, I've been wrong about everything in my life. I believe humanity should be wiped out and reformed, and this should be the start of it. Newborn babies should be fed chimichangas. You know, just so they don't miss out a moment of their life not knowing. 
Well, and you know, you don't know what you don't know, and especially when you're I don't know about rolling that. around and then crawling around. Yeah. Yeah. What how about uh you? how about I, you? I, oh, I'd say um the main th- things I distinctly remember probably, well, I remember I was my parents would always order, this is not the first thing I was thinking of, but this randomly popped in when you were just talking about trying varieties of foods. I remember when I was a kid, if they ever got pizza, they would always get pepperoni pizza. And so, like, you know, which would lead you to believe, if it was 100% of the evidence you had, that that was the only kind of pizza they made. Right. So, of course, later to discover you could get all these other toppings. At some point, you kind of felt lied to, you know. Um, exactly. And uh, which probably formed the basis of a lot of my relationship with my parents. But, uh, you know, not that there was malicious intent, just they didn't tell you something. But it obviously feels like they were intentionally withholding information that would have made you help to make you make better decisions. But... Um, but I think when I discovered, yeah, you know, like hot sauce and uh, uh, red like crushed pepper, right? Uh, we're yeah, big. I can feel that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. like anything hot at all. Uh, ice cream might have been a bit hot on the tongue for a while there, but uh, now I do love some spice. I don't do know how about, I used to. Oh God! What do you think about pineapple on pizza? Now, I like it. Indeed, and I will fist fight anybody that wants to talk shit about it. Emphasis on the fight. Yes. Um, yeah, it's. I, what amazing little hors d'oeuvre thing I had one time that was just a good teachable moment for me, which didn't involve pineapple, but for some reason I thought of it when you when you had asked about that, was uh, I think it was just banana peppers and sardines. Word. And it was at this little cafe. And I remember thinking like, wow, I am... unintentionally an ignorant American because I've never had this before. And um, it was really good. I Pineapple, I think, is a weird... Because obviously I think you have to have maybe a more developed palate to really enjoy it. But uh, I, I think when you're... I agree with that. Yeah, I think when you're young, the way... Like with blueberries and cherries and strawberries and bananas and peach and all that, I think there's more what we would think of as traditional ways to be engaged with it, you know, whether it's on a, you know, as a topping for a dessert uh, or a, well, I guess pancakes, you know, it's dessert for breakfast or whatever, waffles or um, uh, with things. But pineapple is, I think for a lot of people, people, and again, I could be wrong, whatever, um, that their first introduction to pineapple may be uh, like lifesavers. 
And I haven't had a pineapple lifesaver in years because I think they, my memory is that they were just garbage. Uh, but obviously, somebody enough people like them, they still keep them in production, or it would cost too much to stop making them. I don't know, but I'd be happy with cherry lifesavers the rest of my life and not need anything else. Um, but, but, uh, but I just think part of the again, part of the reasons the preparation, and and maybe you just have to be in a more tropical you know, you need to be a little bit further south of here. Maybe, maybe Georgia, Florida, you know, Georgia, Florida. You don't think of Alabama and Mississippi as places that would really get into pineapple. I mean, obviously you think of Hawaii and maybe California, but I mean, but yeah, I guess you think of it more as a vacation thing or a beach thing. So it might be lined across the beaches up and down the East coast. But I think also, cause it's, is, uh, is pineapple, What what's what what blended drink is pineapple in? Like alcohol blended drink. Pina colada, maybe. That's oh yeah okay sorry my I, that literally the one that was escaping my brain. Ah. I think maybe when you when you you know get into your whenever you start drinking alcohol maybe it's when you really get a um uh get into pineapple. For me, and then I think from uh, yeah, it, I didn't like it for years and years and years and years. I mean, it was uh, well, I was on a film set when I first really ate it and was like, "Oh crap, this is delicious." <clears throat> I don't like coconut, but there was a place that made a some kind of coconut cake that was insane. And then they stopped making it, and it made me sad. But yeah, I don't like it in candy. But I, I would, I would, uh, I would eat one right now. That cake. Do you remember what else about it was was so engaging? Uh, it was just a perfect amount of sweetness. The, the coconut wasn't overbearing. Uh, you know, just whoever made it was an artist. Yes. I want to give them money out of my wallet. Who do you... Maybe within... I mean, maybe we'll say just within the state. I mean, or, or anywhere is fine, but I'm just trying to thing about things I can immediately recall. Like for 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 baking cakes. Uh, or just sweet little things like that. Who 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 do you think would say are in your top two or three? Like a Dewey's or a oh. Do you think Walmart's underrated on the cake front? Uh the cake no. Um they're they're barely serviceable as far as a cake like a actual cake uh, they have these little chocolate pies that uh that I think are delicious. I have to stop myself from getting them 
Dewey's is up there, man. Sugar cake was a staple in my youth. And uh and Krispy Kreme donuts are basically confectionery heroin. Um and crumble their cookies, but they're really cake in my opinion. Crumble snickerdoodle, which to me is hit or miss. <clears throat> um but they have a fudge chocolate something another that might be my favorite dessert of all time. And anything Oreo ice cream is probably going to be delicious. Oh goodness, I'm going to get on a rant here. A few candy bars are pretty good. Um and by pretty good, I mean I'm salivating. And uh We ordered a key lime pie from from uh, Key West. That was sublime. Yeah, I'm going to stop. What are you? Okay, well, I'll just pick up the baton for a second on that. One of my uh, one of my best friends uh, is a. I guess you would say a connoisseur of uh, key lime pie and has discussed on various road trips, you know, between or just experiencing well, road trips obviously is one, one method of transportation, but between uh, living around Washington, DC, between Washington, DC and the Florida keys, just different taste adventures with, with key lime pie. I can't, yeah, I can't ever think about, you know, uh, the Florida Keys that they're going to license to kill. So anytime now I think of Key Lime Pie, I automatically think of license to kill. Um, what's, have you had Dojo's Donuts? I have not. I hear good things. Are they like I actually... Yes, I think there's one over by Ronalda House there in the in the the, the village, Ronalda Village. Right. You know, hmm. I had a dream. I had a dream last night about uh, one of my friends. She and her family have a coffee place, and she used to have a bakery, and she still makes a lot of baked goods for her coffee place now in town and uh i had a dream last night because she'll make like a uh, you know like a brownie cookie or like it's like they'll call it a brownie something or a blonde brownie but it's basically a cookie but they'll cut it in a rectangular shape and i literally had a dream last night that she made them like four times larger than normal and i was like finally you made one the size i wanted because <laughs> now they're like your shenanigans yeah, because now they're about, a, you know, like, a, I don't know what a pan would be like. Because they're probably a responsible portion now, but I'm always like, God, I want to buy four of them and just eat them and take a nap, which you can't. I mean, I could do, but trying to, you know, be uh, slightly more responsible. Um, but you, you've had duck donuts? Yeah, overrated. 
Do you think the you think the whole hook with them aside from the fact that they have a variety of items is that they do it in front of you? Yes, much like donkey yeah. shows. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Um Yeah, I didn't realize that they made them in front of you. I mean, I'd had them before, but I had never bought them until I bought them. And I didn't realize, you know, the preparation process once you walk in is that they're, you know, blank slate donuts, basically, and, and they do all the stuff. And I thought, God, if I'd have known that, I would probably have shown up sooner, you know, so I would be, be on time to where I was going, not knowing what a, you know, process, engineering process yeah, it was to I make those like, donuts. I don't like the pizza where... It's just cheese pizza that's been sitting out for a couple of days, and then they throw a couple of toppings on and put it in the oven long enough just for it to get greasy again. Uh, and I don't like my donuts like that either. Was it? But is, is there a specific place in your mind you're thinking about around here that does that with the pizza? Uh, not so much anymore. Because it was a horrible practice, but, uh, you know, it happens. Uh, there's a place in downtown Greensboro that still does it. And it's good pizza, the... so I'll order a fresh one. The place near the courthouse? Uh, it's along uh, Elm Street. I don't remember exactly. Okay, I was thinking of... Uh... It's a different place. I was thinking of a different place. I used to, uh, I don't know if I've ever, I think, I think you know this, but whenever I was like 22, I think I was still 22. I was 22 or 23. Uh, and I was trying to get, you know, the acting thing going and I was in the wrestling business. So I was gone every weekend doing shows, but during the week I would, uh, I'd, you know, kind of different jobs, you know, starving artist thing. And, uh, but eventually I got this job where I was one of those dudes that would go around like a door to door salesman with, uh, I don't know what you call them, coupon books, but like, you know, you get a lot, you know, like a lot of discounts for restaurants and sporting events and stuff like that. Um, and it was a good training ground and definitely a way to like learn a, learn a work cycle and stay positive. And I can't imagine what my step count would be. Um, but our office is right there beside the pizza place over by the, um, like between, between market and, uh, just right there in downtown near where the ballpark is now in Greensboro. Right. But uh, but that was crazy because you know they'd want you to dress up, and I think I worked there in the cooler months. Um, and so like they would want you out there like in a in a suit or whatever. But people always thought you know I mean still to this day if I'm out somewhere, you know people think I'm a cop. And so a lot of the neighborhoods we'd be working at, I'm like, I can't wear a suit in these neighborhoods because people think I'm a cop and I don't want to get shot. So I'm like, what's a way to soften my image? What kind of bright colors and 
you know what what quasi nerdish uh uh what's 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 the neighbor on the simpsons that his wife died that's a religious Ned guy Flanders. yeah like how much can i look like ned flanders to diffuse any potential concern these people may have when i walk into various communities uh, so it worked because nobody ever shot me unless this is my the you know my my uh, tunnel of visions before i transition to a different plane no this show is your purgatory well i mean life is our purgatory life is our purgatory um have you ever uh it's tough too like because they would try to get you to learn sales tactics that were not pushy and maybe i should have remembered more of them but it was just yeah but i'm not a big fan of selling people something you know because i don't like people to sell me stuff and i'm like if, if the product's good and people have a need for it you know you don't have to sell them anything just you know be knowledgeable be able to answer their questions and listen to people enough to listen to people but know how to figure out what they're you know what like the three things and at least how it broke down for me and i guess it's the thing i learned from acting it's like what are people saying and i'm finger quoting that what are they saying maybe it's more than three things what are they saying what do they actually mean in in a real world context what do they think they're asking for and why are they why are they phrasing it the way they're phrasing it and why are they using the word choices they're using and usually i feel like if people could just listen to that and process those things you could probably get an understanding of the um obviously how they process information how they understand things and you know based on the way they describe things and the you know the 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 scoring they use, you know, like, cause obviously all of our dialogue is our internal script, the story, the scoring on their script, what are motivating factors for their scoring choices? You know, and again, what the word choice is just in a way to listen to them to like, okay, well, they've, they've basically described their thought process to me inadvertently. How can I now, based on all the information they've given me, show them as they've described themselves, what is the value that whatever it is could could provide to them to enhance their life experience and efficiency and expediency and, and enjoyment of life. So, um, but I didn't, want, I didn't want to get shot. That was the other thing. So we got to show up not like Ned Flanders and smile, smile like a maniac. I just want to say job well done. Um, I'm assuming that you do have pressure points on your skin and you're not bulletproof. So you haven't been shot and I commend you for that. You ever had a gun pulled on you? Uh, I've been in situations where I would uh I've been in situations where people had guns on them that were getting aggressive with me, like visibly on them, like open carry. 
I've had people have their hands on their guns while they talk to me, but I've well, we've all and I've definitely interacted with cops. Right. Well, that exactly, and I've definitely had situations. You mostly in property management, where I would work a lot of neighborhoods. Some people might not want to go into uh, where people would. Uh, try to be a little too friendly and then it would escalate and they uh, are wearing heavy jackets in the middle of August. Right. And, and, and engaging in behaviors that they are trying to communicate to you that they, uh, you know, cause they're just repeating behaviors they saw on TV about what it means to be cool and be tough and, and you know, whatever. Um, uh, but in terms of like pulling out a gun, sticking it in my face, not on, knock on whatever I've like pushing it into my face. I've not had that happen. I have had three, two of which were people being silly when I was delivering pizza. And another time I was playing ball with a friend, went to his house and it was brother swore I was a cop and uh, well you know the, the two deliver pizza delivery times I wasn't very concerned I figured it was just somebody being a goof especially the second time I'm like this again but uh and I, that second time was actually pretty funny. I ended up hanging out with those guys after work and had a few beers. He was at his dad's house, who I guess they were estranged or whatever. And uh, it, we were doing a canned food drive. And he gave me every bit of canned food his dad had. That was great. But the whole you're a cop thing, I know you, was uh, a bit disconcerting. But I also think that maybe that guy was just putting on a show to mess with his little brother's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guns. Yeah. What, and uh, and roses. Well, you said, you, said, you said the word estranged, and that made me think of guns and roses when you were... I, I put a little bow on that. Not even trying. You did. What a you great did. tune. You did. Yeah, strange is great. Underappreciated, you know, not as well known. And Civil War, I feel like, is uh, similar. Similarly, um, powerful and beautiful. And I don't need your Civil War. I'll get a fork when I get there. Ah, yeah, dumb lyrics. I love them. Speaking of uh, Civil War, if I can spell this guy's name correctly, and I probably can't. Oh, no, I did spell his name correctly, but I guess I'd spell it with more than four letters. So, uh, Stuart Rhodes, who I'm always concerned when I see him because he looks like my brother, um, you know, got sentenced to 18 years for seditious conspiracy, a.k.a. freedom. Um, I'm a political prisoner. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I wonder, and I'm not being funny when I say this. How long is it going to take for, and I guess maybe they've started to kind of do it a little bit, you know, in the last few months to a year when they started trying these cases. So I guess actually now that I'm starting to say this, I have heard this, that uh, in, in, you know, in, in media as a thing that, defense attorneys have said of these people that have been involved in this stuff uh, is that for some of them, their defense attorneys are coming straight out and saying uh, our defense is that my client's mentally handicapped. And I'm, well, you know, wouldn't you yeah. be compelled to agree? A hundred percent. But I'm curious why more defense attorneys aren't saying that and just outing their clients as being mentally and emotionally uh, R word. You know, and but part of me also thinks that if they were honest about that, and because obviously they are, uh, that they're scared that supporters of their clients would show up at their house and, and kill their families, because that's what you know evangelical good Christian uh, uh, conservatives do. Um, but it's odd. Well, and funny too, you know that uh, it hasn't become more of a you haven't had more people on the right freaking out about it and speaking out about it. Cause a lot of them also in their defense cases, uh, you know, their defense is, uh, Donald Trump told me to, I would not have been there without Donald Trump's motivation. I would not have been there without his instruction. Yeah. And, uh, he told us, to, uh, was it stand by and stand ready, stand back and stand by. Um, you know, which obviously, if you're letting anybody control your life that much or make decisions for you or substituting other people's judgments for your own, but obviously if people haven't developed their own judgment patterns. But uh, I don't know what's... Uh, and it's not funny because, you know, we try not to necessarily make fun of the way people look or the way their names... Because um, to some degree, they don't have any control over it. After a while, they do. What what do you think is more interesting? His name is Elmer Stewart Rhodes, or he's or that it's Elmer Stewart Rhodes the third. Oh well, what a conundrum. Uh, I'm going to go with the third, you know, because when you brew that level of dysfunction. You gotta, it's gotta take iterations. You know, grandpa, grandpa was probably, you know, he may, he may have shook his fist at a, a cloud, you know, maybe it was, mm -hmm. he was, he was trying to get some sun and the cloud came in, in the way. And then, well, who then, among us has not done that? I mean, <laughs> well, right. So, you know, we gotta be careful, right? See where it leads. Um, Junior was, you know, he probably got mad if you were on his lawn. And then you know, it culminates into the third who wants to destroy 
one of the greatest experiments of human coexistence to ever grace this planet. Yeah, that adds up. But here's here's a question. Is there an Elmer the fourth? Uh, no. I don't know. Um, that is a good question. I don't really, I mean, obviously I say I don't know much about these people. Um, uh, I'm not, I mean, I, you know, I feel like probably early on I read about them or, you know, cause I'm fascinated and, you know, when we, I mean, cause so much of what we do and, and, you know, you're, you're, you're an excellent writer and so much of what we do is to try to you know, break down human behavior, find, identify motivating factors. And, you know, when you're weaving your, your characters, your stories together to, to, to be compelling and to be interesting. And, you know, that's what we're called to do as, as actors is to make smart choices uh, and daring, bold choices. Um, and, you know, obviously part of that's the research. So I would, I would be curious about that. Um, I don't know why it's taking so long to load this page. I, I could probably just go to Wikipedia and find out. Um, but uh, I was—I I bumped into a guy yesterday uh, who, um, other than thirty percent of what came out of his mouth, he seemed like a very nice guy. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but it was uh, just a way of thinking that even if you had been in even if you had lived at Monticello or lived near Monticello and you went to see Thomas Jefferson, who happened to own slaves, Thomas Jefferson would have still said, that sounds pretty backwards and racist. Right, right. Uh, he may have said it more eloquently than that. But uh, but I, and I, I, I'm sure we've talked about this before. There's this, you know, obviously, because folks on the right use cheap default slang terms to try to sound sample and common. And and I'm not saying they have to punch themselves in the face, but anytime people use that 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 chicken shit excuse about uh, or phraseology about it's common sense, it's common this, oh, yeah. and I'm like, we're not under the laws of England, so let's just say what it means. Common sense means if you're stupid and if you don't have an education, then that makes sense to you. If you don't know anything, that's what I makes sense. Articulate. To you with any detail why I feel this way. And since I'm not thinking away and I'm feeling away, it's just common sense. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah. Or you definitely know someone's ill prepared for a conversation. Yeah. They'll either say it's common or uh, common sense or it's God's will and you have to trust in his plan. And I'm like, that's, that's stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Don't tell me that because inevitably that's like you're asking for, you know, one of those movies where a gang of people in horse masks show up at your house and 
torture you and, until you die. And then that, don't, so don't say, oh, it's God's will. You got to trust his plan. Don't say that. You Take certainly some, are including that in the realm of possibility of what God's plan is if you are tortured to death over days. Exactly. And, and then, I mean, and don't cry about it or be upset about it. Say, oh, this is so amazing. It's God's will. I'm so happy it's playing out. So thrilled. Biden being president was God's will. I mean, it just, it works for everybody. That it must it be right amazing. It must be, man. It must be lovely to actually be able to look in a mirror after having that mentality. It uh, bless their hearts, as <laughs> as Reverend jo- Reverend Joe Butcher. Have you seen License? You've seen License to Kill, right? Yes. And then you know, because Wayne Newton was always such a Bond fan, and so they put him in that movie. And you know, that's his line. I mean, I know you know because you've seen it. But he's, but it's, you know, and it's always instead of like F you or kiss my ass, any of that stuff, he's like, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, child. Have you thought about studying here at our, at our, at our thing? Yeah. I think I should start. I should just, that should be a t shirt. I actually, I've got, I've got, you know, I told you I was looking at different merch things. And, um, but yeah, we definitely need to, I get get a trigger pulled on that, but but yeah, I can't. Do you ever get any? Are you part of that? Um, it's like I think it's nextdoor dot com, and they send you updates when people write nonsense things or ask asinine questions. Uh, no, I am not, but I'm curious now. Okay, well, it's uh, let me just click on one. Okay, nextdoor.com. It's kind of like, I mean, everything's basically like a knockoff of Facebook at this point. Um, but uh, but it would just, you know, so you'll go to Nextdoor. Have you ever seen on Facebook the Ardmore Neighborhood Facebook page? Yes. Okay. And I, don't, I haven't been there lately because once you see a dumpster fire and once you've seen 10 dumpster fires and once you've seen... Uh, an eternal galactical uh, explosion of dumpster fires. You kind of get the, you know, you kind of get it. Um, <laughs> next door is not completely dissimilar, but uh, whereas on the, like a Facebook and Ormore Facebook page, people may post, you know, Hey, upcoming community events. Hey, we'd love to see everybody out this weekend. Hey, da da da. Um, but then every once in a while, you would get these psychopaths who who uh, uh, would post things that would make you think that if they posted visual aids with it, it would be uh, where they were just literally uh, uh, torturing squirrels with razor blades and rubbing alcohol and, and, and fire, um, fire, fire, fire. And, uh, and, and like, y'all don't make fun of people wearing winger t-shirts. So, uh, but then there used to be, so there's another podcast that a dude I know that you probably, I'm sure know that has been on the show probably for 10 years or so. And he just built a new studio and I actually was, uh, fortunate enough to be the first guest they had for the first show of 2023 20, earlier this year. 
Um, and my friend and her husband that they have the cigar shop. She's a, she's a co-host on there and a big sponsor. Um, um, but so he used to, and they don't, they, they would do a segment called as Ardmore turns. And I think I've talked to you about, I'm sure I've talked to you about this before. Cause I wanted to do a thing, a similar segment that I want to do on his show, but he was scared to do it for reasons I'm about to get into. So people would go on the Ardmore Facebook page. And I don't know. Did you ever hear his Ardmore turns? No. Okay. Basically, to summarize what it was, they would, which I've done this before. I think I've done this before on the show. You've heard me do this before and probably just hanging out. They would just take what people wrote on the page. They would give that person a character nickname based on their actual name or some personality quirk about them. And other people would act out these exchanges doing voices. Okay. So they weren't falsifying anything somebody said. They weren't making stuff up. They weren't doing any of that. They were just taking exactly word for word what people were writing. Changing the name of the you know, uh, let's say someone had a name that had part of it that was a flower. They would change that person's name to a different flower. And that would be the character's name based on the person who was writing all this crazy ass nonsense on this thing. Um, but they would do voices that sounded suspiciously exactly like the way the person actually sounded, which might also be part of the reason that people got upset because they actually got to hear what they sounded like. Um, but the one person who uh, may or may not have had a name that sounded like a flower, I'm trying to be specific and not say it, um, went on a psycho tear and pitched a huge fit and was screaming about any number of things. But in this case, uh, I'm going to sue you. You're not going to do that to me. You know, you're not going to repeat what she said. So other people could hear it or make them go back and look at what she wrote. Cause then you might have an, have an accurate reflection of who she, who she was. Um, but so basically they were scared of getting sued cause she was screaming about getting sued, you know, and she was going to do this and do that. And, and uh, uh, I'll just say among the other list of questionable things that she had said. I'll just, yeah, we'll leave it at that. But anyway, they were scared of getting sued. So they stopped doing it um, as Ormore turns, but I'd wanted to do a thing and we, maybe we'll do it eventually one day. I want to do a thing. I'm sure I've said this to you before. 99% sure that I wanted to do a thing. I know I've said it to them. So maybe I've just said it so much to other people. I may, but I think I've said it to you that I wanted to do a segment called journaling now okay where we would go on the winston-salem journal or uh facebook page and just the crazy ass nonsense maga racist stuff just read those comments but in the voice of the racist maga uh, sister incest people who are writing them, uh, 
But they were, but I mean, they were, they were scared at the other show that literally people would show up with guns to assault us, which is not out of the realm of what people do. Oh, yeah, I yeah. kind of assume that's how I'm going to die anyway. So, well, let's let's hope it's not for a long time. Um, I mean, I, they're showing these pictures again of these uh, people that had stopped having. Uh, sexual relations with people in their immediate family to go beat on the doors at uh, the Capitol. It's, 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 it's the, I always feel like the most concerning thing about this. And I understand that we believe in the process of democracy and yes, it is a big pain in the ass because it can take a long time. And yes, as Winston Churchill said, you know, democracy is the worst. I'm paraphrasing slightly, but you know, democracy is the worst form of government ever. Or no, democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the other ones. I get that, but you, we both know people that are just marching and just protesting verbally. Right wing people want to gun these people down every chance they get. Um, oh yeah, but it would have been—I mean, it certainly would have been deserved. Um, but. Uh, but it, you know, uh, real American patriots bent over backwards to not open fire on these people who were actively engaged in the terrorist activity. And I, I apologize that I'm dominating this conversation, but um, uh, I'm I can't believe as often as people on the right give these cowardly, fraudulently dishonest. And obviously, if in their minds, if it's if they're not fraudulently dishonest statements, it's a clear sign of a, a, a mental disorder. That uh, oh, they're just visitors to the Capitol, and they's just you know they're going on a tour. Um, right. That's 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 a blank check invitation for the same kind of visitation to these people's houses, to their families' houses. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And, so, and you would be right if the fact that they're just so hypocritical that it would confound them when the shoe was turned. They would just be absolutely aghast at the thought of being treated the way they treat people. Well, a hundred percent. And I think we've both seen, and I think we've both, we've talked, I know we've talked about it before in general, I don't know about on the show, but the amount of times people that do that still get treated better than they treat the other people and they throw themselves on the ground gesticulating like they're having a medical issue, screaming victimhood when they're still being treated infinitely better than they're treating the people that they're claiming they're being victimized by is, I mean, I'd say it was grotesque, but again, there's a mental, mental handicap component to what they do. So I don't want to sound like I'm slandering the mentally, mentally incompetent people. Um, do you remember when all the, all the MAGA pre-Trump, you know, fake treats when Obama became president, uh, we're doing screaming all this fake nonsense about uh, he's gonna tear down the American flag and he's gonna, you know, he, he destroy America and all this stuff. But they were talking, they kept saying all this crazy ass 
stuff. And again, I get it. They think, you know, these are people that have, you know, incestuous relations with, well, in general. So I can understand they make bad choices and don't know what, what, what the real good good is. But everything that, well, you know, everything they, specifically in this case, I'm referring to the flag that they said, oh, Obama's going to destroy the American flag and thing and replace it. And all these idiots are carrying around flags with the, the, with a Trump flag. Everything that they claim the other side's doing and they claim and they right. pretend and they live in this nonsense, asinine fantasy world are actually things they do, but they are just actively projecting it to... Um, which, in all fairness, people on the left would never do that because people on the left typically have, have uh, you know, education on their side, so they don't have to. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it literally, literally playing out of the Nazi handbook of accusing others of what you're doing. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, I'd say that's a nine. It so is a, nine. a, I think it's a nine plus one, you know, because they don't want to be lonely. They want their plus one. Well, I don't know all the all the cool song song lyrics I can think of to casually reference in a Roger Moore esque throwaway line. I don't want to besmirch the good name of any of the artists I'm thinking of, some of whom have uh, uh, Jewish heritage. What uh, I saw a great meme the other day. I don't know if I shared it with you, but it was uh, the gist of it. You know, it was like two pictures, and one of them was claimed to be the party of Lincoln, and the next picture, it's something like uh, carries the flag and values of Lincoln's sworn enemies. You know, that it's obviously the same same group of folks. The, yeah, tell me the difference between these two pictures. Corporate wants you to tell us the difference between these two pictures. Yeah, different descriptions, same picture. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's weird. Well, and and obviously, and again, no one's, no one's. Well, I mean, some people are absolutely in favor of slavery, but I think what's more that people are enslaved of, in favor of uh, hatred and racism and otherism. But, um, but I, you know, I mean, I think slavery exists. I mean, obviously, slavery, slavery exists all over the world and, um, you know, still exists in America. But, I, you know, was it you have to... Um, to have an average livable uh, middle class, whatever the middle class means anymore. But in America, like a household has to have, a, um, I don't know if it's the average income or the low income, but to be finger quotes middle class in America now, you have to, you have to uh, make $100,000 a year. I think we talked about this the other day. And so yeah. I've, I've, I've always, you know, of course, I always think people that make less than $50,000 a year shouldn't have to pay any taxes at all. Um, but I think taxes yeah, are, you know, 
part of the pro, you know, the price we pay for living and which is supposed to be a, a civilized society with public works and um you know yeah, everybody Jesus had no problem with taxes according to mythology so well uh, yeah why are they uh why they like that anywho we are at that time i can't believe that that was so fast it was dude it it, it you know, you click on a couple websites, you look around for a couple minutes, and next thing you know, a whole hour has gone by. Well, just to just to tease you with what's coming this weekend. Yeah. Uh, three amazing days. Uh, I'll go in order from. Uh, well, I, I I won't rank them so much. Uh. Supposedly, and I, don't, I think they're a couple days early on one or two of these. Tomorrow, National Italian Beef Day. Specifically the sandwich. Okay. Uh, and when I was a kid, I think Melissa was my favorite name. Tomorrow's National Melissa Day, obviously for a female slash person. You know, I, we'll stick with, we'll stick with uh, originally produced as female. People. I love the name Melissa. It's one of my favorite names ever. And then... Uh, as shoes go, uh, tomorrow apparently is also National Jordan Day, so that's that's great. Oh, isn't Tuesday National Jordan Day? As I think well? it's Tuesday, I think Tuesday's International Jordan Day, but oh, uh, international, yeah, but tomorrow's National Jordan Day, so that's a start. I used to, we got to go, but I'm gonna end it with this. Yeah, for years I worked in this place and. I would, on all the calendars, I would write Planet Luck Day on the calendar on my birthday. And uh, for like seven years on every calendar in the place. And it wasn't really a small place. It was several calendars. Until somebody finally figured it out. But uh, yeah. So I call my birthday Planet Luck Day. Planet Luck? Planet Luck Day, yes. Okay. The planet got lucky. Oh day. yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, <laughs> and if it makes you feel better, the uh, the men's room uh, at uh, <laughs> in the Senate building is called Penn Island. So I'll talk to you later. Later. All right.